and welcome to Timberlake Christian Church's um, podcast, The Ripple Effect. And as you can tell from the faces on today's um, podcast, it's an all-woman crew today. Um, I'm Mary Green, and I am the children's minister, and we have Rachel with us, and she is the student minister. And we also have joining us today, um, Russ Ann McCune, who's one of our volunteers. And... Daniel and Brian had the opportunity several years ago to sign up for a mentoring or a coaching session with Bob Russell, who is um, a retired minister. And then they got notification that it's this week, so they are there with him and having a great time. Um, today's sponsor for the podcast is Sonic. And again, as usual, they have no idea that they're our sponsor. <laughs> but uh, Rachel and I were here last night till a little after 10 at CPR training. And I'm so grateful that Timberlake has a security and medical and safety team that help everything run in the background so that those of us who are teaching don't have to worry about emergencies like that. And so every other year, the medical and safety team makes sure that everyone's CPR and first aid training is up to date, and so um, I just want to thank everybody who worked a long day and then came and were here for another four hours um, last night, um, and there's a couple other dates that those people on those teams are going to make sure that they uh, know what to do in an emergency, and I know personally it's a sense of relief to know that I can teach and manage a classroom and kids without being concerned about other things that somebody else is more qualified to handle. Um, Sunday's uh, service, that was a new um, theme that Daniel um, started called From Wandering to Worship, talking through um, the Israelites, walking through the wilderness. And um, I, I loved that he said that God never, God doesn't waste anything. Mm -hmm. And so even in those wilderness experiences that they were experiencing, God was using that time to um, to teach us, to teach them, to teach us, to protect and to prepare. And um, most of us aren't really excited about rough times that happen in our lives. Um, relationships that break down or um, jobs that disappear or you know, all those different things that happen that make life really hard. And yet, God is not wasting those experiences in our life. He is still using those things to, to teach us. Um, and I... It reminded me, and I love how God weaves things like that together, because I attended the women's ministry's um, night of worship, and they held it at White Oak. It was rainy, so <laughs> we had it inside the chapel, and we still had a little campfire. And, um, and different women were asked to share their favorite scripture and why it was their favorite. And then that was woven together with worship songs. And so you're sitting there in the dark and you're listening to woman after woman after woman, some who I'm not even super familiar with, and I've been here a long time, but just talking about how scripture that God wrote down thousands of years ago is still ministering to them when 
they were in really difficult situations. And then to come on Sunday and listen to the sermon and say, here was God doing this in lives Mm -hmm. (laughs) of the people around us, just like he did with the Israelites, including my own. You know, he has shown up and shown that he is working and protecting and providing and caring. And I, I loved hearing people's story and I loved hearing the different verses. I thought it was amazing that there was, I don't know, 20 women that shared and not one of them of the verses was repeated. You know, everyone had chosen a different favorite verse and shared a little bit about why. And I, I love how that comes together. Um, is there a verse that has meant something to you, Rachel, during different, different times in your life? Yeah, um, there was, uh, like when I was in college, there was ones that you have to study them. You, you just study and study and study them, and you, you've heard this verse a thousand times, but then something hits you, and you're like, whoa. Um, so one of my personal favorites would be Second Peter 1, 4 through 11. I think it's 11, but it's like, Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, to goodness, knowledge, to knowledge, self-control. And then when you get to the end of that whole list, it says, for if these things are yours and they're increasing, you will be neither fruitful or unfruitful. Like God can use these things. Um, but then you, t- you take that and you pair it with the kind of warning. It's like, but if you're not doing these things, you're blind and you've forgotten basically the goodness of God, the mercy that you've received. Mm-hmm. So it's like, because I've received mercy, I'm striving towards goodness and knowledge and all these things that Peter talks about in, in that short passage. And um, yeah, that one, when I studied it in college, I just was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, am I actually, you know, in my classes when I have to go to chapel and I don't want to, when I volunteer and I don't want to, and I, when I'm, you know, doing all these things that are good things, am I doing them from a heart that is seeking goodness mm-hmm. and knowledge, or is it just I have to do this so I got to do it, mm-hmm. and I might as well have a good attitude? But like, so that was that was the one that I distinctly remember. I love that verse too because I think from how you were describing it, it also reminds us that if we are seeking the right things, Mm -hmm. the God things, He's going to use that. Mm -hmm. It may be completely different than what we think it's for, Mm -hmm. but as long as you're developing those characteristics in your life and and remaining close to Him and abiding in Him, it's not going to be unfruitful. He's going to use it somehow, some way, to His glory. One of the verses that... um, have on my office wall and I can never remember the reference it's in Psalm it's either 27 or 37 but um there was a time in my life that was really hard and it felt like it was never going to be good Mm -hmm. again I could not see how it could work out positively and the verse goes like this um I am still confident of this that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living Wait on the Lord, be strong, take heart, and wait on Him. And it was just a reminder that my vision <laughs> sees no good. But God's vision 
does see good and sees how things work out to good. And I don't have to be able to see it. I just have to remain confident and wait for him. And he is still working good, even when things around seem not so good. And so I, I'm so grateful that he gives us his word that can provide these um, moments of of conviction and encouragement to strive to do better, to be more like him, and also to say, don't worry, I'm in control. <laughs> I can see what you can't see, and it's going to work out for good. So that was a recap from this weekend. Anything else you want to share about what, what, what went on? Um, well, Sunday school, um, I'm usually with the middle schoolers. So we talked about God as a loving father what does it mean that he's a loving father? Um, so when you're sitting in service, it didn't, it didn't, it, it doesn't always tie perfectly, but I thought of it as like, what does a loving father do? He disciplines us just mm-hmm. as God disciplines the Israelites when he's, when they're walking in the wilderness, mm-hmm. that that was discipline for them. And um, yeah, just like little things like that. I always love the God always somehow <laughs> ties it together. Yeah. Puts a nice so, little bow on it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so, there are so many times after a Sunday we're like, well, that just went together perfectly. Yeah. And it's well, I'm like, always sitting there or like a song or a verse reference that they use. And I'm like looking around for my students. I was like, are you kidding? This? <laughs> we just talked about this. <laughs> yeah. I hope you were listening. So. Yeah. That I, he, he's good. He's got some skills. Um, we have top three for the week. Mm-hmm. And the first one is something that Rachel's going to talk about. Yeah. So our first top three is that we are getting ready to start back with, with doing the Gen Sunday School class the last Sunday of the month, September through November, and then January through April. So it'll be seven months. Last Sunday during the 9 a.m. hour. So everything from middle school classes up will not be meeting at a normal 9 a.m. hour we're going to be focusing in on just that one it's an intergenerational Sunday school class everything from sixth grade up we haven't done it in a couple years I thought it was more like three ish anyway it's been a long time um and I really really liked this Sunday school class I think that there is such value in the generations specifically focusing in on each other. It's a different setup. It's a totally different thing than like what we normally do on a Sunday. I'm sure it's very different than what the adults do on a Sunday. Um, But that time is just spent to try to build relationships with different generations and to try to glean a little bit of wisdom from each other by however much that can happen in an hour and 15 minutes. So maybe even if they don't typically attend a Sunday school class at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to have some adults who would say, you know what, I I see the future in these kids and I want to help mm-hmm. be a voice that speaks into their life, that builds a relationship mm-hmm. with them, that is a safe person. Yeah. Or maybe you say, I don't understand this generation <laughs> at all. They make no sense to me. Well, consider this your invitation to come and interact with them and get to know them because... Yeah, they're crazy, but I love them. I think that they're so worth knowing, and um, they they do have so much potential. And I think having older generations of people pouring into their lives, getting to know them and share their wisdom with them, can only benefit them in the kingdom. And maybe you'll learn something too. 
So <laughs> be there at 9 a.m. We're going to have some light refreshments, um, and it's going to be uh, Cheryl and, and Joel and I, and uh, we've kind of been team working on this, so kind of bringing it back. So we're very excited about Sounds it. Sounds good. So consider this your challenge. Mm-hmm. To um, to join the youth on the last Sunday of each month um, mm-hmm. through November um, at nine o'clock uh, in room four two four three, and uh, get to know these kids and study a topic together and see how different generations and viewpoints and scripture all weave together mm-hmm. to to learn from each other. Yeah, sounds good. Um, our second one is this is just a brief announcement that. Many of our staff are going on a retreat together next week. So um, there will be a skeleton crew. So feel free to leave a voicemail or an email or a text. And um, when we are out of sessions, we'll respond to you. There will be somebody to answer the door and and just answer phone calls during the mornings. But um, just know that things are going to be running on a, a slim uh, team next week and so don't expect an immediate response if you call or email because it may take us some time to get back to you and then the last thing I forgot to bring I have a pictorial directory from the church from 2007 that we were um, laughing at the other day but it has been a couple of years since we had a pictorial directory of the membership here and so we're getting ready to do another one in November and um, if you get the church email Don sent a link out in the email yesterday it's also on our Facebook page and on our website if you go on the website tlcc.church go to upcoming events and then you click on the graphic for the pictorial directory there's a link in there where you can sign up for your appointment. It's uh, November 16th, 17th, and 18th, and if all those dates get full, they'll offer us some other options, but right now that's what we have. I did see uh, already on Facebook there's been a couple of questions about can we submit a photo. So if you're one of our shut-in members who cannot come to um, services, you can pay $20 and submit a copyright-free photo. That would be like a a candid or a photo that somebody in your family takes. If you submit a copyrighted photo like from the last time we had a church directory or something like that, you also have to submit a, a release from that company that they can use that, we can use that photo. If you submit um, that photo and $20 to Dawn, she can include it in the directory and you will get a directory. But um, you do not have to buy pictures, but because that's how they finance the directory, you have to sit through the the spiel when they show you the pictures and show you how fabulous your family looks. And then if you choose not to buy pictures, that's fine. But uh, you do have to make an appointment, get your picture taken, and sit through that spiel in order to get a directory, which I find helpful because I sometimes miss out on meeting adults because by the time the last of my kids get picked up from my room and I make my way to the lobby, there's a good majority has already left for the day. So um, it's kind of handy to look that up when you're talking about somebody, you're talking to somebody and go, oh yeah, I recognize that face. Mm -hmm. I know who that is. So that's something to get on and and get your appointment now. It does tend to fill up fast. So if you have limited times available for you and your family, probably would be wise to schedule that appointment Mm -hmm. sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. So that's the top three for this week. And so now I want to turn and spend a little time with Russ Ann. And Russ Ann is a 
is a volunteer who's fairly new to the church, and she helps immensely. All of the preschool classes, she comes in during the week and makes sure that they have all the supplies they need for all the activities for both hours on a Sunday. So the teachers can walk into the room, open up the plastic tub, and if they needed straws, the straws are in there. If they needed copies made, the copies are made. If they needed whatever, she has already sourced it and and then she cleans up after that week and then preps for the next week. And so it takes saves me a lot of time. Um, and it's a huge help to me that she is willing to come in during the week and do that. But I also wanted to talk to her, not just because she's a great volunteer, but because they have raised their children in the church. And then as adults, they made a switch to Timberlake. And I know a lot of us wonder, how do you do that? How do you, your church family becomes your family, your sense, your support system. How do you... How do you make a change? Why do you make a change? And then how do you make it feel like home? Well, at first, it it takes a while to make the change. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike would say something about he thought it was time that we, you know, he felt that God mm-hmm. was leading us. And I would say no. And we tossed this around probably 10 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, and made me think of the sermon Sunday uh-huh. in the wilderness. Yeah. That's exactly how we both felt. We mm-hmm. were wandering. Yeah. And then finally, it's like one day we both, we knew everything worked together. Mm-hmm. And we said, okay, let's go. And we had already kind of been looking at churches, and we felt that Timberlake was the mm-hmm. one that would suit what we needed. Yeah. So we made that break, and that was on February the 14th. Of 21, we came here, and it was really nice. You walked in, you felt like, oh, man, we're going to worship here. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in the background. Everyone was nice. Mm-hmm. It was just so wonderful how everybody accepted you and made you feel comfortable, and it was just, it was a good thing. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I felt like that... I know that in my prayer time with God that I said, I will be braver <laughs> when I, if, if this is the right thing to do, help me to be brave mm-hmm. because I am not a brave person. Mm-hmm. So it, it was just like I met you and you made me feel so comfortable and you made me feel like I can do this. Yeah. And it just, it has just worked together really good and mm-hmm. it has really helped me in my, it's, just been fantastic Mm -hmm. I think one thing that I feel like has helped you feel more comfortable and that could be wrong so correct me but you you looked for ways that you could be a part yes you know you Mm -hmm. you chose to go to a Sunday school class Mm -hmm. or you you know you chose to say hey what can I do you know during the week Mm -hmm. um so many times I wonder is there a connection between people who don't feel connected, but they only come for service and then they go home, and they never really ha- give themselves a chance to get to know other people that or to are, be known or to be known? I mean, that's a mm-hmm. scary thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like I said, I wanted to be braver, and I told Mike, I said, I'm going to have to step out. Not people aren't going to come to me. I mean, everyone yeah. is nice, but. If I'm going to get relationships, I'm going to have to step out. Mm-hmm. 
and I went to the Women's Wednesday night thing, and that was fantastic. Uh -huh. And that just helped me meet some people there, and that helped grow. But as far as when we left, mm -hmm. I was afraid. I knew our kids were there, grandkids were there, my mother-in-law was there, and it just it just seemed right to go. And then our children also left, mm -hmm. and we didn't have anything to do with that. That was on yeah. their own, and it just seemed like that everything worked good. And then as far as getting involved in stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what I feel like God's leading me to do. Do things. Don't just, you know, go in there and sit down and think, well, I'm in a new church. I'm going to sit here and just not do anything. Yeah. But it was nice at first. Yeah. I wanted to get acclimated with everything. I think it can be hard going from a situation where you're very involved and you know everything mm -hmm. to going mm -hmm. into a situation where you're saying, okay, I'm just going to wait for a little bit and see if this is a good fit before I get as heavily involved. Or maybe it's an opportunity to say, you know what, I served this way at this church, but maybe here I'll try something different. Um, that sometimes our serving becomes our identity, and it's hard to say, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to do something new. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you um, miss the children. The children. Yeah. I like the children's department, preschool. Mm -hmm. That's when I really like that. And that was my big pull of not Stay. wanting to go. And I thought, this isn't right, though. And yeah. I need to blossom out and do something else. And But, yeah, I, I love the little children. Yeah. I'm so grateful that you serve in preschool because we always need people the who herbs. love them. <laughs> Kids are so, I mean, they're funny. They and, are. And they're, you know, they're like grandkids. Yeah. And they love you. And it's just, it's fun. It's Lots just, of hugs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My, Alec and I, we, uh, I'm going to take one more drink. Sorry. We talk every day about, oh, how cute our boys are. And, oh, but they were so ornery. But aren't they so cute? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought we just love them so much. Like, it's such a fun age. Mm -hmm. well, and the stuff that probably drives moms crazy don't or a little different. Yeah, it's like, it's like you get to go do it for an hour and a half. Right. And like, and yeah, no. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love it's a blessing to both because you know, if that's what you love, you, you get to you get to have that for an hour and a half mm -hmm. and maybe moms, young moms just want to be able to have a, a conversation with an adult. So it's mm -hmm. kinda like a blessing yeah. for both people. So. Yeah. I, I love working with kids partly because I love watching that discovery. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're seeing how things work. They're hearing about God. They're remembering mm -hmm. things that you don't even imagine. They're telling you stories yeah. and, you know, you're trying to decide, is this true? Is this an imagination? You know, mm -hmm. but um, I love that. I, lo I love working with kids. I'm grateful that you love that too. If you were going to give three tips to somebody who was making a big change, like moving to a new town and finding a church, or staying in the same town and finding a new church, what do you think you would tell them? Not to brush into anything. Mm -hmm. Pray about it a lot. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. <laughs> 
That's the main two that we were mm-hmm. worked Maybe. with. Uh-huh. And then when you feel ready, mm-hmm. decide what you want to be involved with. Right. Yeah. It blows my mind that it was just in 2021 because it feels mm-hmm. like you've been here longer. <laughs> well, it kind of feels you've been helping the whole time. <laughs> it seems like home, so it does seem like you've been here longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're contemplating transitions, <laughs> take some wisdom from us, Anne, because I am grateful that they have chosen to worship with us and be part of our family and and choose how to serve and where to serve and and when to do that. And um, so, yeah, pray about it. Maybe God has a new area for you to serve in or something new to try. Mm-hmm. So when you feel him say, no. take the leap, you yeah. just take the leap and you pray, Lord, help mm-hmm. me be brave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I think that applies to all of us in so many ways. <laughs> God, I'm not sure about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he is good. He is good. I just wanted to close us out a little bit uh, with some verses from John 4. And these verses came to me after thinking about Saturday night and then Sunday morning and sometimes how he weaves those things together. It's the story of the woman at the well when Jesus and his disciples were traveling um, through Samaria. And um, in verse 5 of John 4, it says, Eventually he, that's Jesus, came to the Samaritan village of Sychar near the field that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. And Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired from the long walk, sat wearily beside the well about noontime. Soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Please give me a drink. He was alone at the time because his disciples had gone into the village to buy some food. And the woman was surprised, for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. And she said to Jesus, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? And Jesus replied, If you only knew the gift God has for you and who you're speaking to, you would ask me, and I would give you living water. But, sir, you don't have a rope and a bucket, she said, and this well is very deep. And where would you get this living water? And besides, do you think you're greater than our ancestor Jacob who gave us this well? How can you offer better water than he and his sons and his animals enjoyed? And Jesus replied, anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again. But those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. And I love that. He is saying, I can provide everything you need to to be satisfied. And it will not run out. And whether you're an Israelite going through the desert, and God is providing water from a rock or some other way, sweetening the bitter waters, or whether you're somebody who is going through a difficult time, a wilderness, and you're saying, I need I'm looking at relationships, at jobs, at all these things and not finding satisfaction. Or whether you're making a big change, like changing churches or homes or towns, and you're thinking, I hope this is what I should be doing. He has already said, those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh and bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. Satisfaction comes from Him. Life comes from Him. Provision comes from Him. And He has already made it available. 
And I love that reminder. I love that reminder that He is with us and He is providing everything we need, no matter our circumstances, and um, it never runs out. So that is our encouragement for today. Thank you for joining us um, for this podcast, and we hope that you have a great week, and we will see you on Sunday.